The deal is this. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid that read Dropper and Turn Wilson or his wheel. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid that read Dropper and Turn Wilson or his wheel. Wheel, 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 wheel. They unpissed. Wheel, 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 wheel. They unpissed. Okay, by the time we finish this, you're all going to be practicing magicians. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I talk about all things X-Men, and we are... This is it, Gary. We're wrapping it up. This In this session, we've got four episodes of this podcast left, and then we're just going to hang it up. We're gone. Forever. Bye-bye. Yep. it's it's <laughs> yep. The Grant Morrison cast has ended, doing his most famous and influential work, New X-Men. Yes. yes. Yeah, um, we're going to start a new, pass, a new I, podcast called Look Out for Uppercuts. It's awesome. <laughs> just a deep dive into yeah. some retro <laughs> games you may not have heard of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mostly in the Punch-Out series. Um, and then after that, it's uh, our Jeff Johns Green Lantern podcast. Hell yeah. Neither of us like it. <laughs> I, the, um, spoiler. Uh, yeah, so the, we're doing the last uh, issues of the run during this session. Uh, so the next two weeks on the regular feed, next just this week on the Patreon feed. Then we'll do a wrap-up, kind of letters column, um, then kind of an intro to the Age of Apocalypse, and then get into the Age of Apocalypse. Yeah, that means so, if you're listening to this on the Patreon feed, or if you're listening to this, uh, this goes out. This episode will go out with the Patreon feed. So if you're listening to this, you have, based on Gary and I recording, probably about a week to get, uh, mm-hmm. maybe maybe two weeks to get your letters in. Thank you to the people that have written stuff in. I really appreciate that. I've been cataloging all of those, so we're going to read all of those um, on the podcast where we do that. But you still have time. Uh, DaysOfFutureCast.com slash contact or DM us on Twitter, DOFC Podcast or... That's it. That's all you can do. That's it. <laughs> Those are the things. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how. You can, you can try other things. They won't get to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, write them in the memo of a check or, like, yell them from rooftop or something like that. But you probably won't get I them. guess you could message me on PSN like some people do from time to time. And I'm like, this is the <laughs> least accessible Dude. way to get my attention. Yeah, I, I've never ignored anything faster than that once like that started happening and then i was like how do i make it look like i'm offline all the time yes and which is what i went done. did yeah. all the settings uh, same thing with steam like leave me alone I, i'm sorry like i just i can't i had to block a um, guy because yeah. he was like you are a god at sekiro and i'm like i don't know who you are like what are you talking about it's like you just make yourself sound so good and i'm like ah who what no <laughs> yeah this feels wrong yeah. stop it like why am i communicating <laughs> with you at all <laughs> yeah it's fucking weird man it's just uh don't don't do the we're not worthy wayne's world thing yes no How about a video game god can you, um can you imagine yeah. a, a bit that like <laughs> they did that to aerosmith <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> a lot of all the people they, they said they were not <laughs> <laughs> it's most of what wayne's world 2 is like i forgot how aerosmith focused that was but i watched it when it came to amazon prime mm-hmm. at the beginning of the month because uh, I've seen Marines World Two in a long time, and it's it's so Aerosmith heavy. That's so weird. Um, with the end with all the cameos of bar- bands getting out of cars, but you don't get to hear them play other than Aerosmith. That's so. I remember that. I remember that. I remember very little about uh, Marines World Two in general, though. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's it's there are some funny jokes in it. It's actually like some some pretty good jokes, but the the plot is dumb. Of course, yeah. Saturday Night um, Live movies dot txt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And well, usually they don't have the first one either. <laughs> yeah, like, <it's> true. <laughs> you, you, like, it's the rare exception where it's like actually pretty funny, but um, you know, uh, not as funny is New X Men one fifty two. Yep. The issue we're talking about this episode. Here comes tomorrow, part two. So uh, basically, to catch everybody up. Um, the Phoenix died. Jean Grey died. Uh, mm-hmm. Scott lost lost all hope, and it has developed into this future. We did a time skip, 150 years of the future, where we have a whole new cast of characters. The Phoenix Egg is a thing that exists. Mm-hmm. It was saved by the proud people who were then all promptly murdered, mm-hmm. except for one guy who has a pet sentinel that he doesn't fuck, which is going to be kind of important. Um, yeah, he <laughs> should have just thrown it a bone. Should have just fucked the sentinel yeah. and everything would have been fine. Yeah. Hey, mate, I pity fucked you, Rex. <laughs> Rover, I pity fucked you. Um, the Beast, Boys, Tom a.k.a. Sublime, a.k.a. some weird villain, has grab the phoenix yes. egg and we're going to kind of pick it up there um the cover of this is really yeah, cool gonna, i like this it's great you know because the the so we're going to find out a bunch of that stuff this yes. episode i think this is where we find out that sublime um the uh and the cover of this so sublime beast is using uh clones of nightcrawler as his minions and he can kind of put any genes he wants into them so the cover of this, like his main foot soldier are night crawlers. Yes. He calls them crawlers. And the cover is that. And it's a really cool illustration of Nightcrawler, uh, or this evil monster version of Nightcrawler. This would be a lot less uh, scary if he just called them Greers or Butterfields. <laughs> like if they, you're going to take <laughs> like a Wagner's. partner. Suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like these, these Wagners. Destroy my enemies. Yeah. Wagners. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So uh, we get into this and we, you, you mentioned the, the proud people. Uh, who lost the phoenix egg that's what this opens with um is kind of a flashback about that uh with time skylark saying like this is how they died yeah and uh showing this team of like you know i don't know a superhero team that we don't get to spend any time with and most of which we don't actually learn anything about um there's a few of these in in this run that i think are kind of fun like these just alt future like flashes Mm -hmm. of uh of these teams and uh the person coming to take them out is apollyon we've mentioned um, we'll talk about this when it comes up with the reveal and stuff, but this is, uh, pretty clearly Phantom X being repurposed, even though editorial denied it. I'm pretty sure that's the implication from, yeah. from the author and the wikis. If you go search that on the wikis, the wikis will like confirm what editorial says. Like I read this and I just like, especially with the reaction of what's her name? Um, Eva, like I'm Eva. like, Oh yeah, this is definitely Phantom X. I, uh, shout out to the poor artist and character designers that had to make one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight characters to die in one issue. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's yeah. this like purple goth chick whose whole attitude is this purple goth. And like, I'm kind of curious what's happening with angel chick back there. What's, up with your halo girl awesome what is that she looks great why, why do you have a halo magic, <laughs> like the guy with the magic car like this looks like a fun team to me yeah me too like um so apollyon is demanding that they they hand over the egg and their unseen member from this mermax uh who is the liaison from the x-men who decides to take off and he's a gigantic mermaid mutant yes he's a whale uh, takes off <laughs> yeah or whale yeah not mermaid mermaid wow yeah, yeah, male. I, I, or whale. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Somebody reboot Gary. <laughs> I need to press the sage reboot button on the back of the reboot pressure, acupressure point. Um, what's really weird is the implied leader of the proud people is like 
Thorforge or Thorge? Sure. Thorge? As I like I've been Thorge. Because <laughs> uh, it's definitely uh, kind of Thor. He's got Thor, you know, uh, looks, you know, and, and mm-hmm. speech patterns. Mm-hmm. But he calls himself he calls himself Smith the Maker, and the Maker is Forge's nickname, and he looks like Forge. Yes. I have no so, idea what's going on I do not know here. what's going on with Thorge. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, why does the, why does Murmax, the mutant whale have a, uh, I guess a Scottish accent, Irish accent. I, what's he's probably born in Scotland. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm the idiot for thinking that all whales don't have accents. So a whale that's born off the coast of Louisiana is walking around, is swimming around talking like gambit share. Is that what's it? Is that what <laughs> give me some give me some plankton share <laughs> uh, put, it my my put it in my put it in my blowhole you finger the blowhole <laughs> that mr sinister is a grit in my baleen my tongue is a uh, kilometer wide share <laughs> <laughs> they call me the sperm whale but not for nothing um <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, whales having accents from where they're from yeah. is very good. Like depths, depths, gambit. Like there's sure. something there. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the maker says like, no, we're not going to do that. Um. And um. Tom, I believe, is this dude's name, and his sentinel are like, you know, yeah. They're basically their job is to get the uh phoenix egg out of there, and the proud people, of this team, are going to distract all of these crawlers who have uh, angel wings. He's going to cross with angel that, you know, Apollyon is going to send at them. And it's a fight. Yes. Yep. We get this, this brief little fight where we kind of see a little bit of these, this team's, you know, steez. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's Brian who has his magic car that flies. <laughs> I think that's a very fun idea for a superhero. Um, you know, uh, there is a character, the, the goth chick with the wand reminds me a little bit of, um, uh, Nika or Nico, Nico in Nico. runaways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, kind of has that that kind of look. Um, but basically, like you mentioned, they are they're causing a distraction here, and we just get to see them get taken out just by uh, these these Madrox uh, trait infused crawlers. Mm-hmm. Like they can multiply, and they're just like infinite night crawlers. What are you supposed to do? I um, I mean, like one of these guys named like you know the character that we've met. His name is Tom. Like the, the dude with the magic yep. car is named Brian. Like is the chick with yep. the halo just named like Karen <laughs> like or something? Like what Sarah. is it? Sarah? Yeah. <laughs> like Dakota. Um, we see her, her die specifically. And there's a really clever thing where the, uh, the sound effects, the bamp sound effects keep taking up more and more of the panel mm-hmm. until eventually you can't see anything other than the bamps. And it ends with him, you know, Tom Skylar telling the story being like, there are plumes of sulfur miles high. You know, like, uh, and that's what, that's what happened, Yeah, you know, to this European super team. Um, pretty cool. I just, I don't know why, maybe it's just the halo, uh, but like, I, I just get serious binding of Isaac vibes from this chick who can like, you know, shoot yeah. eye beams and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, this is like, why don't I fight this person? Like, is this, this is a womb boss, right? Yeah. <laughs> or a cathedral <laughs> boss. Some kind of boss. Like the, just having the halo floating around in real life is a really cool look. I yeah. think. Um, so it turns out Tom is telling this to a bunch of mutant kids at the Institute mm-hmm. uh, with Eva. And there's a, a funny panel here where like, you know, they're like, is that real? And he's like, well, you know, I, I lost the egg that they died for. Do I look shameful? And he goes, well, you know, and she's questions him. He goes, well, I'm only joking. 
you know, some brave people have to die, but good always wins in the end. And she says, um, are you sure? Because current <laughs> statistical thinking suggests otherwise, which is very funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This kid has been brought up yeah. in a war tour. Like the, the, being a kid raised by the X-Men is going to have some drastically altered thinking about wars. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and good print, you know, especially since this universe is, you know, canonically one that doesn't win, you know? So like her, her being like, yeah, this is, we don't always win in the end. Like she's correct. Mm hmm. You know, um, Eva has shown up to, to announce that they need to, um, um, uh, sorry, attack the base, <clears throat> attack, yeah, attack the base, the because since they don't have yeah. their plan was to use the Phoenix egg. Uh, but since they can't do that, they have to go immediately because as they'll explain a little bit later, like what if he starts fucking up with fucking with this Phoenix egg? It could be, you know, completely horrible. Um, but before that, we get a weird flirtation, I guess, is what the, this the, is. The sub. The subplot of Tom Skylark trying to nut before he dies, but by having sex with this robot, like the sex bot, is really fucking weird to me. Yeah. Um, um, like the he starts this out by saying, I'm very good with machines. I get on well with them and I can tell that you're unhappy or unfulfilled. And she's like, listen, yeah, yeah. you have feelings. I'm a robot. And like, I am never going to have <laughs> contact with another person since what happened to Phantom X. Like, I'm not going to allow myself to be that connected to him. And like, I, and Tom's response is like, or Todd, I, I keep forgetting what this dude's name is. It's just basically <laughs> like, I'm only a human being. I'm one of the last few thousand of us in the whole world. I can say what I like. And I'm like, are you? Is this like, <laughs> did you just ask her to smile? Is that what she just did? Like, why yeah, don't she smile yeah. more, Eva? It, like. Tom's going to get sent to Institute sensitivity training and they're all going to die because they had to delay the mission for this. Like you don't get to say what you like, you know, uh, even our, even our robo sapiens deserve not to be harassed in the workplace. Um, so he, he calls his robot who can only say destroy and he kind of gives it shit. That's kind of his, his whole thing, you know, uh, and kind of teases it. And Eva here. And again, a weird bit of foreshadowing is like, you know, it sounds heartbroken. I think it loves you. And he's like, no, it doesn't have a heart. And she changes the subject. Like, this is one of her ancestors. She's a super sentinel. Mm -hmm. This is a Mark one sentinel. And he's being cavalier and cruel to this thing, which is, you know, again, what passes for Tom Skylark's arc in the story, which is, you know, something I don't think really needed to happen. <laughs> Just uh, a lot of time. Is a, is a, a lot of pages spent yeah. on like, and it's only two <laughs> or maybe three, I guess, towards yeah, the yeah. end. But like, <laughs> it's, it's still more than I want, you know, um, we cut over to the three and one, the remaining Stepford cuckoos. Um, who are kind of talking like doom casting what happens if the beast gets the Phoenix egg, Phoenix egg while Wolverine is like doing Tai Chi uh, in the foreground. <laughs> you know, this is one of those like weird roommate situations where like you're just sitting there trying to eat breakfast and pronounce the end of the world. Yes. And they're like, can you just like fucking dial it down? Like I'm doing something here, man. Go, go to your room. <laughs> can you not like, do the, Can you go outside? Isn't yeah. there like a Tai Chi group that you could do this with? Like, I don't need, I don't need to look at you sweat and be weird. Like, I don't know what this is. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> they, they, so, you know, they kicked uh, me out bub <laughs> i was too violent <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i killed a dog bub um the uh so they're, they're talking about that like his and talking a little bit about his plan you know uh which is to to halt evolution and have this mass-produced biological conformity like basically sublime is anti-evolution uh just wants to be the only extant thing uh like a bacteria would Mm -hmm. um and cassandra nova, nova pops in and is like actually it's worse than that what if he makes the you know puts the phoenix traits onto himself or into his armies like it's not just that he has the phoenix once he has something he can add that option to like everybody 
to his whole army. So we will all die. Yep. Fun times. Um, so they, they she continues to go on and, um, there's a panel here where she says, I've had dreams, you know, dreams with you in them where he looks like, which it looks like Cassandra Nova is looking at the, at the, at the reader. Like this almost looks like it's, uh, like a breaking the fourth wall thing, but yeah, yeah, but maybe not. Like, I don't know what, like, there's so much of this arc. There's so much of the writing and the art of this that like kind of, it's just really hard to like piece out. Like it's hard to to get all of the things that they're trying to say out of just what's on the page without making a lot of assumptions. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's uh you know, that, that can go two ways. And even within the same issue, it can go two ways. Like that's either cool because it's fun to do bonfire side chat shit and try to figure out what's going on. Or it sucks because it doesn't explain enough. And it does both because you're doing bonfire side chat for dark souls three. It is not fun to figure out what's exactly. going on. The, 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 yeah. This go, this vacillates wildly between dark souls one and dark souls three levels of bonfire side chat. I think that she is looking at us mm-hmm. Because she says, after she says, I've seen you, she says, this was never meant to be. Something went terribly wrong. And us as the reader saw that, mm-hmm. you know? So like we, we are in on that. Um, it's weird though, to have her like to throw that in here. Like I, I, there's real big, like Grant Morrison's at the end of the run, having fun doing shit yeah. vibes and really not reigning in his indulgences. <laughs> like I, like I said, I, I've come to like this arc, but like all the stuff with the, the, um, the robot shit. Like, I don't think it's necessarily an indulgence of Grant Morrison, like where he likes fucking robots. But I think the idea of like this guy who is raised by, by robots being attracted to them. And then the robot being sad and jealous would appeal to him. You know, I, I, that seems like something he just wanted to explore for like a, a, a moment, like a microsecond in the middle of this arc where it just ends up feeling like there are more, there are more important things to address. Yeah. You know, um, the, the three and one, Cassandra Nova asked them what the S three and one, what they've been seeing, what, what they, what they see of the future. And they say a fire from beyond consuming fire, the judgment of the Phoenix, um, which is not good. That's not a good thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they think that it just means they're all going to die, but it actually, the Phoenix is literally going to burn away this reality. You know, this will never have happened, uh, which is a wild fucking thing. Um, they're all walking, you know, Wolverine says times for talking's over. They're all walking to the X jet you know, kind of explaining and talking about their team, you know, that they kind of have here. And we get our, like this new X-Men badass walking montage with all the remaining mutants cheering them on. We have Tito who is like Beak's grandson. Uh, who's like a big, a big tough mm-hmm. uh, Cassandra Nova and Martha uh, Wolverine, Eva, and then Tom Skylark and Rover. Yep. And these are X-Men. I do love the things they the yeah. shots that they do in this, um, where you, you pretty much just see Rover's feet and like the mutants just all hanging out at the, at, at his feet the entire time. Like it's just yeah, a cool yeah. use of perspective that I, I really, really dig. Um, I yeah. also like, like all of the background characters that are giving them like thumbs up. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> save the world. It's like the background. It's, it's Guile stage in street fighter. Two. Exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who are these guys? <laughs> Um, it's, it's, it is weird. Like, like pin up during this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think you needed to make Cassandra Nova look sexy, uh, and give her like sexy hips in this. Like this artist is just real bonered out that Wolverine. Like this looks like a Marlboro man, uh, Wolverine. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. With the hands, like with the thumbs in the pocket and like, yep. like that, that the look, mini pockets. Yeah, like, this, this is a very, this is a very, you definitely want to have sex with this kind of thing. I mean, there's water dripping yeah. off of, uh, Eva's nipple, Gary. Like this thing is, is yeah, very, yeah, oh, Jesus up. Christ. Yeah. I just saw that. Mm-hmm. Like the, the sex bot, uh, nipple protrusion here 
it's it's just you know it's 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 mildly too horny yeah um also i just i just love uh tito's uh like he's got the he's so he's so straight edge i guess like he's got the chain with the lock with a padlock around his neck (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah uh from here we're going to bounce over to transatlantis and we're going to get some um a lot of a lot of speech giving from from beast um, he's saying that mm-hmm. the proud people are dead. Uh, they're, he's dissecting them. Well, Polyon's telling him that. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. a Polyon. The, the ye- yeah, Sorry. yellow's a yeah, Polyon. Yeah, my yeah. bad. Yeah. It's okay. Um, he's responding. So Polyon just went and, you know, killed the proud people. And he's explaining like they're on dissection tables now. And Beast is monologuing. Yes. You know. Um, and he found a new creature. Like he, he found, you know, Sublime is against evolution, as we'll find out against these new creatures. He found a new one, this parasite. Um, and he's like reproducing it and doing his work. It's showing him taking the traits mm-hmm. from something, um, you know, and he keeps, this is kind of introducing the thing where he's dodging Apollyon's questions. Yes. You know, Apollyon keeps saying like, do I have to remain unfinished? Like I was the latest, I was the last and greatest of you men. I was supposed to be made perfect. Like, give me the Phoenix traits. We have the Phoenix mm-hmm. and beast just keeps dodging, you know? It's a, he's, he's, he's like the democratic party. Like now is not the time. Do not dream big. We'll, we'll get you a Phoenix traits in four years. You know, for now <laughs> we need to stay the course. <laughs> At least he can finish a sentence on national TV. <laughs> One thing you can say yeah, about, now. about beast. <laughs> yeah. For now though. Um, and as he's doing this, he's, you know, taking these feeder, uh, these, these creatures, he calls feeders, these, uh, these parasite brain parasites. And putting them on the princess of the proud people, whose name is Corona, and uh, having this like weird little brain spider thing eat her brain. Yeah. Too soon, by the way. Too soon. Yes, yeah, <laughs> way too soon. <laughs> um, um, and of course, he's like, yeah. "Yeah, imagine if we put these in crawlers. Like they, these are these these feeder implants like f- eat people's thoughts and turn them, you know, against yeah. them. And um, you know, he says, you know, come a ballion, and then he says, the time of the hatching draws near, and it's a full page spread of night crawlers that all have uh, you know, Cyclops beams shooting the Phoenix egg. And it, what looks like a, uh, like a skeleton on the inside. So I guess the implication here is that they are feeding this egg energy so that it hatches early. So they basically, yeah. uh, you know, this thing is going to absorb whatever energy you throw at it to spit out a Jean gray Phoenix. Yep. I love how uh, dorky beast is where he's going more power incubate incubate. Oh my God, dude. Uh, incubate as an exclamation as an, ex- you know, it's pretty good. I, uh, I, also, I, do you notice that one of the crawlers has a nose ring? Yes. Yeah. When did, when did he go get pierced? <laughs> yeah, What's they, up? Are they keeping Claire's open inside the uh, 150 years in the future? If you're curious, Apollyon, like, that's why you don't have any Phoenix traits because you keep piercing the crawlers. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I was made to be perfect. Just like the septum ring. Um, the, uh, the incubate stuff, I know you're not a doctor who fan, but like, I definitely read that in the Dalek voice where the incubate incubate, like, and I just, I'm picturing that doctor <laughs> who episode and getting really, really, you know, chuffed about it as doctor who would say. Getting chuffed. I, I don't know. What is uh what does chuffed mean? I, I've only heard it in context, but apparently like I used the wrong word to Josh Garrity one time and he was like, Jeremy, you're not supposed to say that. And I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know that was a, <laughs> I thought it was, I thought nope. it was, I thought I knew what that meant, but apparently not. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Josh, if you're listening, well, I don't even remember what the word is. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't chuffed. So the, the egg, was it fanny? It, no, that, that, I know that means something different. Oh man. Yeah. I can't, 
I can't remember what it was. This was years ago. I'd said something to Patty, and then Josh was like, uh, and I'm like, oh, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go to Urban Dictionary and figure out where I went wrong. (laughs) Uh oh. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The Phoenix egg explodes uh, as they put more power into it, uh, slaughtering all of the crawlers and um, out from. Uh, and I find it kind of interesting that like, cause we're going to see every, every once in a while, this sublime beast character, like just drifting into like animal speech, like, uh, like Cassandra Nova did yeah. to beast way, way back in the day. And, uh, and this is, this is one of those times and out of the Phoenix egg is this weird, like kind of mutant, like blob thing, which looks yeah. really, really cool. And I kind of wish that would have just stayed that way instead of becoming Jean Grey. Yeah, it has to it has to kind of develop back into Jean Grey. Like it's really interesting. Like it it, it starts off as this primordial ooze, and this I think this is just to suggest that it hatched early. Mm-hmm. You know, which the the text says later. Um, Sublime reduces you know himself like I'm the oldest thing. I'm you know I'm eternal. Um, you know, I've waited for years. Um, three and, billion uh, years. Jean, yeah, three billion years. Like, and that's why I think the animal speech is coming from. Like, she he's been keeping beast body alive for 150 years. You know, so like there's probably shit breaking down. Mm. Um, and uh, Jean Grey is confused. You know, like I I was in the crown of the white hot room, which we've, we've heard about the white hot room before. Um, we will we'll get more of that in this, um, you know, and she eventually she recognizes she's like, Henry, is that you? And he's like, oh, yes, Henry. Yes, beast. Mm-hmm, that's me. And then we get our final page reveal here where he's like, you're my ultimate soldier. My destroyer of worlds call me sublime. Yes. And this is where the run actually reveals what uh what's going on with beast or it, it reveals that he is sublime not that not that it doesn't reveal exactly what's been going on yet because that's still up to oh yeah yeah um, yeah we, we we will find out what sublime is and and what happened yeah. to get beast in there but now we know the connection and uh and jean gray is naked and half on fire and so is beast because you know mm-hmm. super horny stuff um yeah, this is you got to see water dripping from a nipple. Now you get to see fire dripping from a nipple. God. <laughs> Eventually, you get earth and air, and then you can make Captain Nipple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With these things that drip off of nipples combined, I am your porno. <laughs> these nipples master. combined. Um, I'm quad boob. Totally, totally different um, thing there. Uh, I. Yeah. This is a good issue. I um. It, you know the the thing about this arc is that it's very confusing until you get to the end, and even the end is pretty confusing. Um, mm-hmm. and, but like some of the stuff in here is kind of cool. Like I like the idea of our, like a weird future X-Men, like going to what has to be a doomed fight at this point. Um, and then I actually like some of the proud people designs enough that like, give me the one-off issue or something. I wonder if anybody's ever done that. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm sure somebody has at some point, right? Yeah. Somebody's done, done fan issue, fan art yeah. of these things that appeared in two, two issues. Like I, I agree, even though it's, it's weird, like rereading this. Cause one of the things we kept saying was that this arc needed more space not very much happens in this issue yeah like it is the weird it's a close it's like this is a four issue arc and it's kind of a filler issue like the phoenix gets hatched we get that flashback and that's about it you know it's weird for like a 22 page comic in this run to have so little occur yeah a little incident it's all set up really except for the the phoenix egg hatching at the end which is obviously the cliffhanger but like it's all like okay like we know what the proud people did and they're at the x-men are going to Mm -hmm. fight the beast and here's this weird apollyon character that like oh maybe is going to be betrayed some like it's just all set up all the time and it's the sublime reveal is huge you know but that doesn't really pay off until issue four when they kind of explain how what sublime is and how sublime got in there. 
Yeah, because you, you, know? you could be forgiven at this point for thinking like, wait, Sublime, like that dude got thrown out of a window for like 20 issues ago. Like, what do you, what do you, yeah. like, how could this possibly be Sublime until like you actually get, get some explanation later, which somewhat explains it. So, yeah. And, and we talked about that at the beginning where you're kind of talking about the arc in general is that like, it's not a, the strength, you know, we talked about how this is sometimes like fun piecing together and sometimes not fun. It's not really a strength of this issue that it's so much better on the second or third read you know, or this arc rather, you know, information, you know, I don't know necessarily this was the most deft Grant Morrison's ever been in terms of choosing when to reveal information, you know, mm-hmm. like, I think the idea would be like, you'd get to that last issue and you'd be like, oh shit. And then you'd reread the rot, you know, and be like, I know this, you know, and that's what we did. But I know the first time I read it, I wasn't like, hell yeah, time to start at the beginning. I was more like, that's fucking weird. It's good. That's fucking weird. And then I moved on to read, you know, something else. Yeah, exactly. So I, um, yeah, I, I, this is a good issue. I'm, I'm interested to get to the next two because I think that's where the, the, the meat of this story really, really is. So, um, the fourth one's great. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I like, like I, I love one fifty four. Yeah. I, like, I read it on Wednesday and I was, I was super excited to read it. I did not read the last two issues of this quote unquote arc though. Yep. So. I, I have, I read them twice, yeah. uh, three times now total in my life. And that's all you're getting from me. So yep. that that's, we're, we're covering both those issues in one issue. We're basically just going to say what happens. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I want to talk some shit about Salvador LaRocca's art. Oof, so, oof. um, well, if you like this, um, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash duck TV, uh, a few dollars a month goes a long way to paying all of our bills. Um, we appreciate mm-hmm. that, you know, every single person that does that right now, um, if you sign up at a certain level, you get episodes of this podcast early. Uh, we release one, but just three bucks, three bucks. It's the lowest level. Um, we release four episodes every two weeks. So you don't have to wait for each episode to come out like a normal person. You can be behind the scenes almost. Um, you can also get access mm-hmm. to the Slack and all kinds of cool stuff. So check that out. Ratings, reviews, all that stuff helps. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of days for more X-Men. Boom, boss. Awesome.